You are listening to the VRAR Pioneers podcast brought to you by admix.in. We interview top professionals who share their exact formulas for success in development, growth, and funding an XR startup. And I'm your host, Juan Felipe Campos. Okay, VRAR Pioneers, remember, on every episode, we give away resources to help you grow your VRAR project. To enter the giveaway, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and message the word done to admix.in slash giveaway to prove that you did it. Again, visit admix.in slash giveaway and message the word done to prove it and get your free resources. Today's episode is led by Danny Halprin. Let's hear more from him in this episode of the podcast. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us. My name is Danny Halperin and I'm the developer evangelist for Admix. And today we have Jason from Sansar uh, Linden Labs here. He just spoke at Augmented World Expo 2018 here at Santa Clara, Silicon Valley, California. How are you doing, Jason? I'm doing good, thanks. It's, uh, happy to chat with you. Yeah, thanks, thanks so much for joining us. So I know you just spoke and had... Uh, an event talking about uh, social VR. Could you yeah. uh, tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, it was fun. Uh, we we just did a, a quick little uh, uh, fireside chat regarding uh, making social VR uh, spaces safe and welcoming spaces and uh, the challenges therein and different strategies for achieving those ends. Yeah, yeah. I know. You know on. On online, on on web, on forums, there's different activity. People don't feel as censored. They uh, feel like they can say whatever they want. And so, mm -hmm. I know social VR really needs to be a place where uh, it is safe and uh, needs to have policies in place that can somehow monitor or control the type of activities that that people. Uh, do in those spaces. Well, I think that's the. It's, it's one of those things where you have to be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Because the tool that makes it safe for one person makes it um, dangerous for another. Mm -hmm. And so, or uncomfortable for another person. And so it's a little bit of a eye of the beholder kind of situation. Yeah, definitely. And so, uh, in, in the end, you know, while there can be some, definitely some global policies that everyone must adhere to, mm -hmm. one must, there must also be some flexibility for people to express themselves, you know, and people need to be aware of context and location and who they are around, just as mm -hmm. they are in the real world, similar patterns of behavior mm -hmm. uh, will emerge in the virtual world as well. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure that the numbers in terms of people who are interacting in a social VR environment are, are low at the moment. So it's really about getting these rules and, and the ideology right from the get-go so we don't yeah. have a situation down the line where now we are sort of behind the buck and, and mm -hmm. trying to uh, create this ideology after problems have already emerged. Is that right? Yeah, so, so I mean, if you think about it, the, there, there's plenty of other uh, precedent and uh, strongly analogous kinds of uh, platforms or systems 
out there where we can borrow and learn from. You know, in the case of Linden Lab, we have direct experience uh, having created and operated Second Life for the past 15 years. And over those 15 years, we've seen, you know, tens and tens and tens of millions of people come through and participate on the platform. And we've developed you know, some thinkings, you know, and uh, approaches to, to the issue. And, um, it, it, you know, it really is a combination of just kind of making it not fun to, to, to make people's experience or to, uh, or to grief people is what we, we say sometimes, or to, um, um, you know, both a top down as well as a bottom up kind of approach is what's really required for people to, to hopefully strike some kind of happy medium. And, and what do you think the primary use cases for social VR are at the moment? Like, what, what do you see people doing in social virtual environments right now? Yeah, so, and that's one of the things we talked about in, in the panel. Um, in, you can do so many things that, you know, you do in real life. But what's exciting about social VR are the things you can't do. You know, you can watch movies, you can hang out with your friends, you can play games together, but you can also go places you you couldn't otherwise go mm -hmm. and see things, you know, uh, uh, um, achieve privileged points of view that you couldn't otherwise get. And those are the things where uh, social VR really shines right now. You know, getting a personal t personalized tour uh, by one of the curators of the Smithsonian is a really great experience to have as they talk about some of the pieces that are in the collection. So these are the types of things that are happening right now and are really interesting to see. Awesome. And I recently met with Philip Rosedale, the uh, mm -hmm. original founder of, uh, of Second Life, and he famously said that uh, humans are mammals in the sense that uh, we are social beings, and mm -hmm. so he defines that as the reason why that VR's adoption is about to pick up is because social VR is finally possible in a, mm -hmm. in a quality way. Uh, and up until up until this point, VR has been an isolating experience where not mm -hmm. only can you not see anything outside of the headset, but that you can't experience uh, that environment with anyone else. So he's, mm -hmm. he said that uh, social VR experiences are what will take uh, VR Mainstream to a ma mass, it, yeah. mass adoption level. Yeah, I, I, I think that that's a reasonable premise, you know. Um, I, I, and and, and we, 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 we feel similarly. Um, it's always more fun with people in there than by yourself. Mm -hmm. um, I think that you can see that same thing occurring, you know, in in the video game verticals, right? Yeah, like where, definitely. you know, it's the networked games, it's the social, the games with heavy social component in mm. them that are like that have really taken off or have the lasting or the staying power, the the stickiness to mm -hmm. to keep people deeply committed. Same thing here. I mean, you know, your phone you open up your phone and how you, you have, you know, how many apps on your phone are actually really just messaging apps if yeah. you really distill it down. Mm -hmm. And VR, social VR in particular, is just the highest bandwidth version of all those things. And when I say highest bandwidth, I mean it's the, 
it's the channel, it's the the medium that captures the most of your com your intent as a communicator. Your body language comes through, your voice, you know, uh, depending on your setup, maybe even your facial expressions. I mean, these are things that have haven't yet, you know, heretofore other mediums have not been able to communicate, at least not very effectively, even video chat. Yeah. One thing that really caught my attention, I think this just came out about two weeks ago, uh, SVVR announced a partnership with High Fidelity uh, on something called the Multiverse, which mm -hmm. is a window uh, for spectators in VR to view live events. So it's mm -hmm. sort of the convergence of VR activity and online or, or offline activity and, and being able to share experiences between mm -hmm. online and offline worlds. Yeah. Um, it's the slightest little, it's the slightest little glimpse of where, you know, we will see a blurring of the lines, you mm -hmm. know, what, you know, the lines between AR and VR, those will go away. Mm -hmm. You know, I could be having this conversation with you right now, but in, the, in this not-so-distant future, you will be a, an avatar yeah. in this space with me. That'll You'll be the next over, episode. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, what, what, they, what, they, what they're doing is really cool, and it's a lot of fun. And I actually got to see it over, you know, here at the show. Yeah, they have a booth here at AWE. Yeah, they're showing it off, and it's fun. I waved to the people there in <laughs> high fidelity, and, uh, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, cool. and you mentioned... Um, your your talk was broadcasted on on Altspace. Yeah, is that it was, right? It was it was it was uh, streamed out to Altspace and um, the uh, yeah, and they videoed it as well. Yeah, uh, so the the lines between uh, the virtual world and the yeah. real world are, are constantly being blurred and, and yeah. redrawn and. Uh, well, I mean, again, you think about like this is just another you know, communications channel. You think about how many different communications channels are you semi-present in right mm -hmm. now? Yeah. There's you and I here together in, in the physical space, but you know, you probably maybe you have Slack on your phone. You yep. know, maybe Apple messages, or yep. SMS messages, and email. How many different accounts? You yeah. know, it's like. Oh, maybe you have some game that you're playing and there's messaging within that game. I mean, so you're semi-present across all these kind of parallel instances of yourself. You yeah. Know? And, and so this is just, you know, another all-encapsulating one mm -hmm. that could possibly uh, uh, subsume all of the others. Yeah, wow. If done properly. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time, Jason. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Thank you for the questions. Yeah. It's fun to meet up. Yeah, definitely. We'll do this again soon.